0: Hey, folks.
1: Hi.
0: So, uh, we are back at it, and How's it's unsupervised. It going? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're gonna answer. You, you yeah, give me I rash know. shit about that. Yeah, I know. But they're not gonna answer.
1: No, they're not. But I can pretend.
0: You can pretend, but...
1: It's not very satisfying, though.
0: No, it's not. Is it not at all?
1: Nope.
0: Not at all.
1: <laughs>
0: so, uh... We're starting to get into the weekends where we're super busy. Yep. And it's because it's the holidays and we're doing that. We're, we're all doing that holiday shuffle where Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. And Valentine's then, <laughs> Day. Well, yes, I guess. if You, you weren't even going to say Valentine's no, Day. No, I wasn't going to say asshole. Valentine's Day. I wasn't. Fine. Valentine's Valentine's Day is at the bottom of my list, but you enjoy it, so Mm. I I make it a priority. Thank you. So I I do do that for you. Thank you. And I enjoy it. We get to go out, Mm -hmm. eat some food, celebrate our love. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So yeah, fun times.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we're busy.
0: So yeah, but we did go to SeaWorld this weekend Mm -hmm. and... My 12-year-old, uh, I've been dying to ride the electric eel, and we haven't had enough people, so we were lucky to have Morgan, one of mm-hmm. our family friends, mm-hmm. uh, come with us, and yeah. so we got to do- Oh, lo- in
1: California, not Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're in so, California. <laughs> so we
0: got to do some of the funner, bigger rides. Right. And uh, one of them was the electric eel, and uh, me and Morgan got to go on first. And mm-hmm. my twelve year old is just she's she at first said she was gonna go. She said, "Yes, I'm gonna go." Right. Yep. And then she decides, "No, no." After looking at the ride, "No, no, not gonna do it." Mm-hmm. Now, if you guys know the electric eels, the tallest coaster in California, I think. Is it? I think so. I think that's what they're that's what oh, they're really? boasting. I didn't know that. Um oh, okay. But it's pretty tall. Yeah, it's pretty tall. Cool. Um, I had an anxiety just poster. looking at the
1: thing. I didn't go on it, but I looked at it, and I was like, nah, that's no, fine.
0: So we we're waiting in line, and next to us is this 11-year-old, 12-year-old house. Oh, you be.
1: and Morgan are waiting in line? Yeah, okay. we're, we're
0: waiting in line for the electric eel. Mm-hmm. First one's on, mm-hmm. less than five-minute wait time. Amazing, because this is a Sunday, mm-hmm. and it's not very busy, and we're able to get on within minutes. So... Um, she's crying because her whole family has been on it, but she hasn't. She wants to go, but she's terrified. Now, when you're looking at this ride mm-hmm. and you see it zip on by after the launch, yeah, you're like, holy crap, that's fast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Then you get on it and you go and it's the funnest ride I've ever been on. It, it, they take you up partially <laughs> back. yeah. You, you flip around, you rotate around mm-hmm. the turn it, it's, it's fun. So we get off and then Sam is convinced to go on. Right. So she then goes on mm-hmm. with our friend Morgan and mm-hmm. she goes and she loves it after all yep. the her nail crap. biting and yeah. just No, I'm not gonna go. It's too crazy. So she goes and then we go. So she yeah, got to she go she went on it twice. Twice. I got to go twice. She tried to
1: get me to go on it to on a third time, but I was like, "No, I'm good. I just rode the Manta."
0: Yeah, and then we did, you know, the Manta, and then the kids got to do their rides, and we got mm-hmm. to see some attractions. So it mm-hmm. was fun. It was a good, it was a good day, um, spending time with someone who we haven't been at, really out to a theme park with. No, and uh, hopefully next time. Well, well, she said she hadn't we'll been since some... she was ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it, was that, crazy. That it, I can't. Yeah. That's hard to swallow. I cause, know,
1: because we live so close. Like, we're, what, 15 minutes?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of people who's like that. I mean, the yeah, tickets are true. almost $100. I so know, that's true. If we didn't have, yeah, passes, we didn't have passes, you know, yeah. we, we weren't going to sink 500 yeah, bucks. Yeah, that's true. So um, that was kind of our thing, and the kids love it. We love oh, it. Oh, yeah, they like yeah, it. Like you know, it. it's to see animals and get to see a bunch of stuff.
1: And I used to go as a kid, too.
0: Yeah. me like it reminds I, me of
1: my childhood. I went
0: a couple times. Yeah. Um
1: The Shark Encounter has not changed at all. No. I think that's my favorite part because it reminds me like I used to come here when I was a kid. And it's the same. Like the walls are the same. Everything's
0: yeah. the same. It, it, Probably the only part iconic. of the park that's the
1: same <laughs> is that. Oh, the penguin encounter too, I don't think has changed. Or Wild Arctic hasn't either. So
0: Yeah, Wild Arctic's been there for a long time. Yeah. I just remember we didn't do that. No, not this. We didn't summer. go to Bald
1: Arctic, did we? No, that's fine.
0: No, we we had a bunch of other stuff though. Oh, yeah, well, we did. A lot it of was like a stuff. Big, that we it do. was the big
1: kid time.
0: Yeah, the shark oh, encounter, was... turtle reef, um, the rays. The rays were fun. We actually got to. oh well, I didn't because I went on quite, the
1: manta twice, but
0: quite a few rays. So, yeah,
1: actually got to want to ride with you this time. Seals. Because we never get to ride together.
0: Morgan got her pearls.
1: Mm-hmm, that's true. She did. She's such a girl.
0: Not a pearl necklace. She's just she's individual pearls.
1: She spent a lot of money. She did, but like she hasn't been in like what, 19 years? No. Yeah. 19 years? Yeah. It's, it's a memory. That's true. Are you ready? Let's play a game. Okay. Would you rather? I have my questions right here. <gasps> Are you ready? Do yes. you have to really think about these questions, babe? Would you rather spend the night trapped in an amusement park or a zoo? I vote amusement park.
0: I don't know because it. Uh, okay, no. Okay, wrong. With so you? I would probably do zoo, and I know it's kind of be going to be scary because of lions and. Bears and they're in cages. Chubby unicorns, yeah, but they're all making noises.
1: But they're it's boring. Have have
0: you ever heard of a lion snore?
1: No, I don't want to. I want to. I don't. That's weird.
0: Okay, but how much fun are you going to have at the amusement park if nobody's there to operate the rides?
1: I would figure it out and turn it on. No, you
0: won't. Yeah, I would. I'll get the key. No, you won't. You won't figure it out. I would get the key. You're like, well, I don't know. I guess I'm going on to the next one. You're not going figure to it figure out. it out. I would at least, figure it out. At least at the zoo you can hear animals at night that you normally wouldn't hear.
1: That is just creepy, babe. No. Why would I want to hear the animals snoring?
0: <laughs> you can hear them the baboons howling or having at the moon. Sex
1: or something. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> hear that shit. <laughs> I don't want to hear that it's shit. The monkey business. I don't fucking want to hear that shit.
0: Hear the zebras wa- running around. I
1: could like sit in a coaster or something, even if it's not on and pretend it's on. Or, like, go get a stuffed animal at the woo, games or some so shit. That's so fun.
0: This coaster's not running and running. Shut up. But woo. Shut up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, clearly we have different perceptions. Yes. Would you rather be the size of an ant for a week or the size of a giraffe?
0: Um, size of an ant. Why? Okay. So, my response to that is that have you ever seen a big, tall person get into a little space? <laughs> I don't Where think so. are you going to squeeze into as the Where size the of a Where the hell are you going? At least as an ant, you go. You can go anywhere. Yeah, I mean, but you're anywhere. small. Someone's going to step on you. No, ants are resilient. You you don't get crushed as an ant. You can lift up to 100 times your body weight. Not only are you tiny, but you're super strong. A giraffe, what are you going to do? I can't go there. Can't <laughs> go there. Nope.
1: Where the hell are you going?
0: Can't fit in this tiny car. You
1: would be in a fucking cage.
0: You said the size of a giraffe, not a giraffe. Well, that's the same thing. No, it's not. It's the same
1: damn thing.
0: <laughs> well, then I will be Ant Boy and you can be giraffe girl. I will be giraffe girl. But you ain't going nowhere. You can't go on a plane. You can't go nowhere. I
1: could lay on a plane. Really? <laughs> in the middle of the With your neck aisle. off, flopping
0: around?
1: <laughs> That's fucked up.
0: Mm-hmm. You didn't think that one through, did you?
1: No, but I don't want to be crushed as an ant. As an
0: ant, I can go for free on the plane, snack on a peanut, be full, drink somebody's <laughs> drink. They won't even know I'm there.
1: You would and drown they- in the drink. <laughs>
0: That's a lot of freaking alcohol oh, for me. <laughs> yeah, I'll be happy. It's the size of a freaking ginormous barrel, and I'm a little tiny ant. Oh, I'm Jesus. drunk as a skunk.
1: Uh, Yeah, with one sip. Yep. You're ridiculous. <laughs> I can't. Okay. Would you rather spend the night alone in your house after watching a horror film or in a haunted house with one other person?
0: Wait, is it a real haunted house? Yes haunted house with one another person me
1: too fuck staying in my house after a scary movie hell no
0: but it better be the most haunted house i've ever seen really because you hate ghosts i don't care i want to see some shit if i'm staying i don't want to like think i hear something i want to actually see freaking cabinet slam shit fly across the room an apparition i'd rather
1: just like talk to them
0: no i want to see some shit i don't want to see shit i just want to be be so bummed hey i'm
1: just chilling here for a night if i'm like
0: did you hear that creak? no i want to see something fly across the room i want to see lights flicker i want to see something you don't
1: want to play a ouija board yeah i want proof that is
0: i want i want to take a selfie with it oh
1: my god (laughs) i want some proof no sense i want
0: some proof but, I'm not, gonna, proof, but I'm not gonna prove, But you're not gonna, gonna do invite it, it in,
1: Why? babe. You just have to send them out.
0: No, I'm not. No, no, no. Demons are tricky, babe.
1: They're not tricky. They can be, but they they're are not. tricky.
0: I'm not messing with that stuff. But if a house is already haunted and there's something there and it wants to be known, then I will go and I will experience that. What
1: if it follows you out of the house? That's fine.
0: Hey, I made a new friend. You got a friend in me. Oh, shut up.
1: <laughs> Would you rather constantly have dry, itchy skin or clammy, sweaty hands? I vote sweaty hands. Clammy, I can't. Yeah. yeah, I can't do I, I can't do itchy. I, I, get, can't.
0: I get itchy now and it, it just drive me doesn't nuts. work. Yeah, I can't. It I can't keep itching myself. Crazy. That was fucking dry, easy. Clammy, <laughs> we're like, nope, not itchy. <laughs> wet, clammy hands you can just wipe off.
1: That's true. That's true. See, we're smart. We're so smart. Okay, last one. Would you rather lick a toilet bowl in the public restroom or a handrail at Disney World? A fucking handrail. Fuck the toilet bowl. <laughs> Fuck that.
0: Toilet bowl at our own home?
1: Public restroom. Not here. In the public.
0: <laughs> Is the bathroom like closed off and there's It only just been says lick people? a toilet
1: bowl in public restroom or a handrail. Pick one at Disney World. The handrail at Disney World. At least no one's Ass, okay, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like, bare ass has been okay. on it.
0: So you're probably not going to like my answer. Oh, no. But you're going to like a
1: fucking toilet bowl yes, seat, aren't you? Yes, because... Why?
0: Let me paint you a picture. Oh, no. Okay. We have kids. Okay. Do they ever wash their fucking hands? You, know, you work with kids. <laughs> do they ever wash their fucking Most hands? Most of them do. So they have germs for a year on there. Probably carrying the next you don't think virus. there's
1: fucking ass germs you can get fucking butt disease people
0: have some clean asses babe
1: <laughs> it's not That's saying so lick gross. shit
0: you just have to lick the freaking rim
1: same with the handrail it's hands it's okay. not fucking butts
0: yeah but somebody could have picked their ass and wiped it along <laughs> that handrail Picked their nose like you have ass and boogers and like kid germs
1: you're a butthole.
0: Yeah, that's more dangerous than possibly licking Why somebody's I ass Why do you so fucking
1: logical about it? Yeah. Like an ass or a hand.
0: I love licking some ass, babe. <laughs> Clearly.
1: <laughs> You're so nasty. You're nasty. I know. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So, um, before we get into the topic, I'm going to give a disclaimer. And the disclaimer is that this is going to be very raw. Now, It's going to be raw because I don't know if I have the heart to listen to the topic again. So this is a one take and this is a one take only. Yeah. Now the topic that I'm talking about is molestation. Mm -hmm. And the reason why it's a one take is because, and I don't know how many people from my past know this, and I know there's a lot of people that, have listened to it. And I don't know how much I, I can't really remember how much I've divulged. But when I was younger, I was molested by a family member. Now, to be completely honest, my family wasn't the best uh, growing up. And, and by that, I mean on my mom's side and I, and I reference my mom's side right now because it's very easy to reference For you guys to know. What that reference is. Mm -hmm. Um, I technically. um, To this day. Do not reference her as my mom. And when I hear somebody ask about my mom. I think my grandma. Because she's the one who's raised me. Mm -hmm. But. um, The. The truth is. When I was younger. um, I was molested. By my. Uncle. And. Uh, there was a he. He just wasn't a very good guy, and possibly could have been on drugs. And that's no excuse because there's a lot of people who are on drugs that don't molest their right their nephews
1: right or um, people
0: in general or people in general. And right. so um, it was interesting, and and I believe that I wasn't the only one um, who was touched i believe my other cousins might have been um but this all came out when i was about the same time as it happened um i actually told my parents and um
1: how old were you again
0: i was four or five or or damn you were
1: young
0: yeah i I was young let's put it that way i don't remember the exact age but i was young and i told them and uh they didn't believe me Mm mm-hmm Um, and, uh, the thing that I remember the most was because this, this came out in court was that in Mm -hmm. order, they, they had to back me. They, they, like my dad had to believe that this happened, but they still didn't believe that it happened.
1: Was it cause your age?
0: Um, I think that. Plus, at the time, my dad was into drugs, mm-hmm. and so you know, and he was pretty tight with oh, okay. my uncle at that point. Um, so it was it was a hard pill to swallow for him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, and and I I came out and I said what I said. I also said that um, he did it to my cousins, and. Um, Obviously, they they denied that, um, but, you know, I, I know what happened to me, and um, it, it was a hard thing because I had to go through therapy, and in therapy, they make you talk about what was done, and they make you reenact with dolls, and... Mm. Um, they they make you point out to where things were touched mm-hmm. and and that was back in the 80s and I'm sure therapy has come a long way but as a kid and and having to identify what areas were touched um, that's rough and that's yeah. hard. Not only for you, but for the therapist that has to get your statement, right, right. and and that has to go to court, right? Um, and I mean, my family was so fucked up back then, um, <laughs> because when this came around and this happened, a restraining order was put on my uncle, and that.
1: Until it was all figured out?
0: Well, no. Oh, okay. And period. The charges were, were put in place. Oh, okay. But a restraining order was, was drawn up. And my dad, not knowing, um, he gave my uncle a ride. Not realizing that the restraining order extended that he couldn't mm, be around my uncle either. either. And uh, he actually... And, and my my drug addict mother reported it. I don't know what her, her end goal was, but um, reported it. And then we ended up having to go to foster care because the training order was violated. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad was still hanging around my uncle at that point. And um, so we ended up in foster care for a week and then, after that is when my grandma and my dad got full custody because they didn't have full custody at that time. Was so it
1: split between your bio mom and? Dad? Th- there was
0: no custody order at all. Oh, but they weren't place. together. They weren't married, so
1: dating. okay.
0: There was no legal paperwork. There's no divorce that needed to be filed. Got it. And being in foster care sucked. Oh yeah um could, like I commend you if you're a foster parent. Oh yeah. It's absolutely. hard, especially especially in this situation where you have a kid who has been molested. Mhm. Dad really didn't do anything wrong. Right. He just gave the uncle a ride. Right. Not knowing that the the restraining order extended to him. Right. And they got caught in the drama from the drug addict mother. Right. And then you know my parents having to go to battle and and the thing is like we got pulled out of school by the police
1: so That's me Samantha, me and so. my
0: sister got pulled out of school and we At were told time. that we're going to go to foster care together together we were <laughs> it's so it's thinking back like mm-hmm. it's just so crazy because they made it seem like it was a great thing, and, mm-hmm. you know, we got to pick a toy, and I remember, like, the toy that I picked was this this fishing game, and it was one that had, like, a almost a little toy, real life reel, with little fish that you could hook on, and I, I forget what my sister got, but, you know, I remember just sitting there and playing with that for hours, because we are waiting for, you know, us to be placed in foster care, And then, you know, we got placed and we were, you know, me and my sister were in the same room, Mm -hmm. two different beds and just not knowing what was happening, not really fully comprehending what was going on. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then going through the custody thing with the court and then, you know, my parents, my grandma and my mom getting full custody custody. Um, or my, sorry, my grandma and my dad getting full custody mm-hmm. and, um, and then that was it. I mean, it was like, the, do you
1: remember the foster home you were in?
0: I vaguely remember it. Um, I remember bits and pieces of it, were they
1: nice people.
0: I mean, they were nice people and, mm-hmm. and I know, it, you know, has to be hard because you're fostering oh, yeah. someone not really knowing their past and not knowing if they're going to open up to you right, and um and because of that, um, it, it becomes difficult right and but uh it, it's funny because it got put away and and uh there were certain there were times when it did come resurface back up, and what did? um my me being molested
1: okay, yeah, yeah, so I saw
0: and. Uh, I remember this because it was it was bad like so they say if you're a molest- if you've been molested right that you're going nine times out of ten you're going to repeat that action mm-hmm. I think that's a stupid fucking statistic and that's not the case because if you're molested you're not going to want to inflict that on anybody else
1: yeah I have to agree with
0: but, that but uh I went through a point in time when I was accused of doing that to my half sister. That's right. And I remember, you know, because they're saying that she said something or I, I forget the the whole details around it, because the only thing I can remember is crying and crying and crying. But my, um, a mother figure in my life, um, came and said that this had happened and i remember being berated by her and my dad mm-hmm. about whether it, it it happened and i remember crying and crying and crying and swearing up and down it didn't happen it didn't happen it didn't happen and eventually i think they believed me but how old were you i had to be 11 or 12 okay um and eventually they believed me, but, you know, you, no kid should have to be put through that at no, all. Like your, your own family members are coming right, and saying you did this to somebody that you care about, you know? Right. And that's rough. And not only that, but, you know, having to sit there and endure being grilled and told you're a liar and told that you're lying, you mm-hmm. know, because nobody wants to believe you. Right. Um. That was rough. And, and. Yeah it was a difficult time um, but that ended up uh, being put away and then there was a brief time in my life when I was about 16 where it resurfaced again and and it, it to be very clear it's not the PTSD that resurfaced because, I had come to grips with that. I'd come to grips with this happened, but it, it doesn't define me. What resurfaced was the fact that none of my parents believed me that this had happened, that they were told that they had to believe by the mm-hmm. court. Mm-hmm. And that's what hurt. And that's what what pained me when i was 16 and that like at that point in time i was ready to i, I let's be real i'm gonna, i'm going to be very raw i tried to smother myself mm-hmm. because i couldn't talk about it i couldn't talk about what feelings i was having how betrayed i felt mm-hmm. because they didn't take what i said at face value and it was just a very difficult time and i do remember exploding at my parents and, and telling them you know i was i was ready to suffocate myself because i because they didn't believe me when i was younger right and i remember crying and crying and just letting it all out and after that i think i was i, I was okay i, I think that all the emotional baggage that i had carried for so long was finally shed by me crying and getting it off my chest
1: right i agree i was gonna say why how did it resurface when you're 16 just the emotions just the emotions
0: so just the the raw like thoughts and and Mm -hmm. it could have been some topic that was brought up because maybe
1: that triggered something
0: because i know my mom had talked about, you know, when I was in foster care and Mm -hmm. and everything, I said, sorry, my grandmother had talked about, um, I call my grandmother, my mom. So I'll I'll use it interchangeably, but I'll try not to. Um, but it's still like, I, I, I still think my cousins were touched by this man. And I, to this day, I, I, I swear up and down I saw it happen. But if they don't believe it, that's fine. If that's what helps them get through the horrible times of their life, then that's fine. Right. But I just I know that it took a lot and I know that nowadays there's more assistance and help. Mm-hmm. Um but the one thing that I can say is that I didn't keep quiet about it. You didn't. I did report it. I did say something. Good job. Um regardless of my parents believing me or not believing me, mm-hmm. I still said something. I didn't hide mm-hmm. it. I mm-hmm. didn't keep mm-hmm. it to myself. I didn't carry that weight of that bad deed done to me.
1: Right.
0: All my life. Right. You know, there, I know there's a lot of people who have had this happen who feel ashamed right. because it did happen and it happened by somebody who you trust. It's a family right. member. Of course. of
1: course. It's not a stranger.
0: Stranger. Mm-hmm. It's not somebody that just walked in and decided to do it. It's somebody who you trust a hundred percent. Somebody that you sit next to, that you see every day and mm-hmm they created, they did this heinous act. Mm-hmm. And for that, I believe there's a special place in hell for those people.
1: I agree.
0: Um, I agree with you. But the the whole point of this is to one, tell my story.
1: Right.
0: Two, to say, if this has happened to you, Mm-hmm. The best thing that you can do is tell somebody. Yeah. The best thing that you can do is get help. hmm Because those two things are going to help you heal. May not be today, may not be tomorrow, but eventually you'll be okay. Yep. And That's you'll true. be okay, and hopefully you'll have saved somebody else from being molested or touched yeah. or preyed upon by these, right. these sick people. Yep. I um, agree. so I know this is a short one guys. And like yeah, you said, I apologize for the rawness, but it is a hard topic for me to talk about. Um, I know there's going to be, there's, there's a lot of people close to me who have never heard this, but, um, I, I apologize. And the next one will be, A lot more polished, but hopefully the rawness hits you guys hard enough to say something, do something. You know, if you're in this type of situation, do reach out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Don't reach out to me. Right. Don't reach out to the Instagram page, but reach out to somebody who's going to be able to actually help you. Right. A medical professional uh, to get this documented. Right. A medical therapist or Mm -hmm. a therapist that's going to be able to assist you with getting through these emotions and Mm -hmm. hopefully you have that support system somebody who's you're able to lean on Mm -hmm. who you can talk to who you can trust that's going to be there through throughout this entire process and hold your hand through it right um with that um thank you for listening
1: bye guys